Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. This is a feature Friday bonus episode. I live for them. I live for these bonus episodes because I get to introduce to you some of my favorite people. Not only are they just spectacular humans, they are awesome boss babes out there making things happen in the world, but they have some insight and some whims and some wisdom that I want to know more about that I want to acquire. That's why I put them in my circle and that's why I share them with you. So when I was thinking about the start of a new year, we are still kind of just rolling with this 2024. We're making all kinds of positive changes in certain directions. We've been talking about habits. There's one thing that I feel like as women, we just want to get a grasp on And that is our space, our sacred spaces, our homes, things like our closets and our junk drawers and all of the things that we look at and we think, oh my goodness, I wish I was more organized. I wish I knew where things were. I wish I didn't have to shove everything in a closet when somebody was coming over. I wish that I had more peace about my haven, my home, my space. And so I've got the person for you. And I know that from experience. So I cannot wait for you to meet our special guest here today. She is a lifesaver. She is a space saver. She is an energy saver. And she came into my life about a year, a year and a half ago or so. And she changed everything. I mean, I'm just gonna give her so much credit You guys, she's a professional organizer. (laughs) Her name is Emily Speed. I'm going to tell you more about my own personal experience with Emily. But let me just say that most people have, like I said, whether it's a junk drawer or a closet, I have what's called a hidey hole. And that's just what, okay, let me just clarify. My kids have called it the hidey hole. And for years, because we moved into our house at two and three, it was the toy closet right? And then it was the catch-all closet. And that's where shoes were. And that's where who knows what was there. And if you're a friend of mine in our TikTok community, I'm going to share one of our most favorite transformations of what happened in that hidey hole. We'll get to all of that. So I'm just setting the stage. If she can make magic happen in in the hidey hole, (laughs) All right. How's that for an introduction? Emily Speed of the Organized Home Mindset. Welcome to the Thank you so much. That was like an amazing introduction. Do you remember the Heidi Hole? Uh, Very, very clearly. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's just tell everybody what it was and then we'll make your official introduction. But I I was right, right? It was sort of a like everything went in there, especially from when my kids were little. So lots of like markers and coloring books. And do you remember? Oh yeah. Well, it was like a drop zone for when the kids got home from school, but when they're at school, it was where everything lived. You know, it was a hot mess. It's fine. It was a hot mess. Yeah. But not the worst hot mess you've ever seen. You've seen worse. Oh, I've always seen worse. (laughs) Absolutely. And then um, should we just tell everybody now what you transformed it into? Absolutely. 
Yeah. It, so you, you saw that I like books. Maybe yeah. I have a little problem. I mean, if there's anything to have a problem with, like books isn't the worst thing. No, but you, you have a love affair with books. <laughs> and I had books all over my house, which we're going to get into some nitty gritty here, but maybe having one particular thing spread all over my house wasn't the best idea. No, but I would say if you were to collect something, books is not the worst option. Okay. Because, I mean, we can talk about tumblers. We could talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can okay. talk about all the things. So long story short, you said, why don't we categorize books? Certain books go in certain spaces in your home. And um, well, they'll see in the reel that we'll post, but you came up with this great idea. It's like this little mini library of sorts. Mm -hmm. Well, we needed to, we needed the Heidi hole to grow up a little bit. <laughs> we needed, to, we needed to grow out of the toy closet. Yeah. As the kids are older. Yeah. Out of the, like have an upgraded catch all, like a drop mm -hmm. zone for the kids when they get home from school. Okay. But, but primarily have it as like a mini library. I thought that it turned out beautifully. It did. And everyone will see what it looks like. But I was telling you right before we hit record that every time I open, it's like a half size door. And every time I open it, I literally just go, oh, the only thing it's missing is one of those tiny little rolling ladders. <laughs> like they have you're, in the jar. Like a gnome. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So I set the stage of that story because I have a feeling every person listening here has a space that when they open it, they don't love it. And if they were to only look at that space and go, oh. so that's what we're going to talk about today. And Emily, you are a professional. You're incredible at what you do. But as we introduce you to everybody, you have a pretty unique backstory. So I want you to go there and tell us where you came from. Who are you? Yes. Yeah, so... I haven't always been a professional organizer. I've always been an organizer and somewhat of a meticulous eye, um, attention to detail. Uh, but I had a former career of nearly 14 years in death investigation. And it was, you know, I was a forensic investigator and that was responding to crime scenes, investigating unnatural deaths, assisting in autopsies, doing uh, burial excavations and analysis on skeletal remains. And that's what I did for, you know, well over a decade. And I did it for a really long time. And then once I decided to have children, my perspective and I mean, everything shifted. My priorities shifted. I lived for that job and I loved it for a really, really long time. And I was good at it. Um, extremely passionate about it. But once I had children, especially after the second, I realized how much the job was actually affecting my mental health, how, how it was affecting my home life, that I wasn't living up to my own personal expectations of who I wanted to be, whether it was the kind of mom I wanted to be, the wife I wanted to be, the friend. And I decided it was time for a huge life change. You know, there are so many people listening to this that, first of all, are probably a little surprised at your backstory. I know it. And I think nothing is wasted. 
right? So there are so many things that you learned along the way that obviously you're taking into who you are today. But let's just pause and say, it takes courage to make a change. And some of the changes you're going to talk about that support, whether it's organizing a space, like that takes courage too. And I don't want to make light of what you help people do because they do hold on to things that are not serving them, that are not aligned with who they are, whether it is possessions, whether it's how they think that it's going to be a memory, whether it is stuff that tries to make them feel better. I mean, we could like totally go deep here, but that took courage to make that change. Mm -hmm. But you did it. I did. I did. It was probably one of the hardest years of my life when I made that decision because, you know, you get, you're forced to be uncomfortable when it's really time for a change. Right. And I became so incredibly uncomfortable in who I was and what I was doing every day that, I mean, it caused massive amounts of anxiety and I was having panic attacks and it's where you feel like at that moment, I have no other choice, but to make a life change. And so that's, that's what I did. And at first I really, I was going into the unknown and just with the mindset of, I will figure it out. And slowly I did. Yeah. I love Marie Forleo. She has her concept is everything is figure outable. And I say it of how can I, so you tapped into something that you're naturally gifted at, or you naturally enjoy a joy zone and organization. So tell us how that came to be. Yeah, I've always been kind of an organizing nerd. Like when I was a kid in elementary school, I would always clean my room, always rearrange. And then I would show my family like, oh, look at my room, look at my space. It's new again. And like, you know, that's kind of how I operated. And when I had the job in forensics, everything is attention to detail. It's observations. It's observing tiny little changes in a room or, or an environment or on an individual. I mean, it really is attention to detail. And so I feel like my organizing skills were only amplified. The ones that I had naturally growing up, right? Well, then this job made it even more precise. And then when I had left that career, you know, I had started another business and I was, you know, doing fitness and, um, you know, a couple and yoga, I was a yoga teacher. And so I was doing private yoga lessons and I had a friend that was like, you know, I'm so disorganized. I'm so stressed out. I need somebody to help me organize my studio. And I was like, well, I have, I have some extra time on my hands. Why don't I come over and I'll help you. And I transformed the space in a day and she was mind blown. Like, how did you do this in one day? And I was like, well, I mean, it's objective for me. This isn't my space. I'm not emotionally connected to anything in this room. For me, it's very easy to put the puzzle piece together. And I think that's what everybody needs is just a little bit of support and a different perspective on how things can be shifted. And 
from that, it turned into this word of mouth thing. Like, oh, look at what Emily did at my house. And then it was this question of, well, can you come inside? Can you come and work on this? Can you come and do another space in my house? And then it just kind of continued. And then at that point, I thought, well, I guess I better start a business and come up with a name, right? And I had been teaching yoga for a little while. And, you know, with yoga, there is the OM phrase. It is this Zen feeling that you get when you move your body in these certain positions. And I realized it's all about energy. And when you move your body, you're allowing a flow of energy through your body, right? When you transform your space and you declutter your space, you're introducing energy back into your home. And so I started realizing well, hang on. I think organizing is like yoga, but for your home. And so then that kind of led to, oh, the OM, the organized home mindset. And then I just created a nickname for it and it just felt natural and organic. And I went with it. What's so interesting is obviously I know the name of your company. I used you. I found you on social media. I loved and it just really resonated with me who you were about but what's so crazy is as I remembered that just now I used that same feeling when I described the space once it felt like a space that I wanted to be part of and I wanted to have in my home and that so that's exactly what you've done on uh, I think it was episode 11 I had a girlfriend of mine who's a yogi and she talked about the energy and she talked about tapping into that it's all it's all related it's all synchronized together and sometimes it's out of whack so that's what we're going to help some people with today let me also say that I'm going to I'm going to post everything in our show notes so that you can connect with Emily. If you are in town, good for it. You're going to be so glad you are because you can actually reach out to her personally. If you're out of town, she's got some tools for you too and some um, opportunities to get things in order. So let's talk about supporting and helping everyone that's listening here today. I feel like, could we start with saying, what are some common mistakes that you see people make? either when they're trying to tackle it themselves or before they even have. Let's just go, let's start with the negative. <laughs> what are some mistakes and areas that you see that are commonalities that we can avoid? I think the first one that I see the most often is people immediately go to getting all of the organizing products, right? So they go to Target or they go to Walmart or they go to TJ Maxx and they find baskets and clear bins and storage solutions. And they go to buy all of that as like, this is step one, I'm going to get my life organized when really step one is no, you need to purge, you need to get rid of stuff. Don't buy containers to house your things. Get rid of your things first. So then you can see what's left that you actually need to contain, you may not need a container at all. Once you actually make the decisions of what really needs to stay in this space and what can I stand to get rid of? That was the first thing you told me. So you came over, did a consultation. I showed you the areas that were driving me crazy. I'm a, I'm a fairly neat person. It wasn't that. So it wasn't that I had like garbage everywhere. It was more that I knew things just could be better 
but I had too much stuff. You're right. And so one of the things I did, Emily, I don't know if you remember, because I used you as my accountability buddy, whether you wanted it or not. I just was like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to blow your phone up. But I partnered up with my neighbor. And every day we challenged each other to spend 30 minutes in a space purging. And then we would say, okay, I did it. Like I did my kitchen cabinet or I did this part of my bathroom or I did. And then I would text you. I was like, I want an A plus. I wanted wanted you to be proud of me. And And I was, I absolutely was. And, And that's just it. It's having somebody that will hold you accountable because you never get rid of more by yourself. True. You, and even, even when I purged, like I said, it wasn't until you came over and you were like, okay, so you have every card that anyone has ever given you. You have every name batch of every conference you've ever been to in 20 years. 20 years. So you did allow me to honor those things. And then I did throw them away. Yeah. And I think that there's always a solution that I feel like we just have to find a little creativity to allow something to leave your life, but where you feel like, just like you said, you've honored it, right? Those cards that you received from all of those people were so special, but you don't have to hold on to them forever. You can potentially pick your favorites that were so impactful. You could take photographs of them. You can scan them and put them in a single book. I mean, whatever the method, it's it's finding a way where you can recognize how important it was, honor it, and then say, okay, now it's time it can go. And I did do that. And I took pictures of them and I sent them to the person that had sent me that card. I said, Hey, I just want to say, I loved getting this card from you. Or I was thinking about you today. And then I put him in a trash bag. I think maybe three trash, but I don't know, three or four trash bags. And I threw them away and I have never regretted it. (laughs) This last year, as a matter of fact, how freeing. Okay. So mistake number one is just going to try to get those organized organizers That's a feel good. That's probably an endorphin in the moment, but it really is going to backfire because we don't need all that junk. They're skipping step one. Yeah. And let's go back just for a quick second to your previous career, which I know will tell everyone also what you're doing with that to this day. But I know that you are also on a mission to remind us that we don't want the next generation to have to deal with our stuff. Oh, yeah. That's it's. It's something that a lot of people really are uncomfortable talking about. You know, I obviously am a little bit more comfortable talking about death and dying because that's what I talked about for well over a decade in this career. But I think something that a lot of people don't want to allow into their their mind is the fact that we all are going to leave at some point. And you can either leave and help your family or you could leave and leave your family with more of a burden. And I hate to say it that way and call it a burden, but it's the truth because a lot of people aren't acknowledging that when you leave your house is going to have to go to a family member, right? Your children, your spouse, somebody is going to have to go through all of these items and figure it out. And a lot of times 
they're looking for important documents. They're looking for your social security card. They're looking for so many things that they need following your passing. And it's so challenging to locate those things if the house is full of clutter and nothing is, you know, in a designated space or there's no plan in place. There's no like thought of this is going to end at some point. How can we help our family through that instead of tack on more of a struggle on top of grief? It's a sobering thought, but at the same time, we can have the perspective of enjoying this space now and also giving the gift later on. So it's not one or the other. It's not, well, I'm happy now and then they're going to have to deal with it later or, well, I'm going to, you know, be so unhappy with the way I have to purge everything that, you know, it's only for them later. No, it can be both, I believe. And I'm glad you bring it up. I think it's one of those topics, like you said, that seems taboo or people don't want to talk about, but what a beautiful legacy you're giving your family without having to add that on to them. All right. So no, no, no to starting off with organizing products. Any other mistakes that you see people make? Yes, they start too big. They start too big. They have this thought of, I am going to organize our entire house and I'm going to tackle this project. And it's, you know, we're going to make this fabulous and I can do this myself. And instead of like, let's start with one drawer in the kitchen. And once you organize that one drawer, then move to the next drawer and then move to the cabinet and then move to the pantry. You know, instead they open all the drawers, all the cabinets, the entire pantry, they empty out all the contents. And then at some point they're sitting on the floor in this mess going, Oh my gosh, Emily, can you come over right now? (laughs) It's, it's, you've got to think that, you know, how much can you accomplish in the time frame that you have? And if you have three hours until your kids get home from school, then what can you accomplish realistically in three hours? Is it, I'm going to do the laundry today. And when I put away the laundry, the drawers that I open, I'm going to purge those drawers, right? That I can accomplish in this time frame versus let me empty out the whole closet. It's covering the bed. And now where are we going to sleep? Because I'm not doing this right now. So it's, you got to think smaller and in, in pieces instead of trying to, overhaul your whole life in one day. Okay. And I do remember, I'm very grateful that you were here with some of that process because it does look worse before it gets better in some cases. And I needed you to say like, just, 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 um, just breathe. Like it's going to be okay. All right. Any other mistakes that you see before we continue on? Yeah. I think one other is holding on to things out of obligation. All right. Talk about it. That's a big one. That's a big one. Because when you go through items in your home, you have to ask yourself these questions. Number one, do I like it? Do I use it? Do I wear it? Do I need it? And if all of those answers are no, well, then why do you have it? And a lot of times the answer isn't because it's a sentimental moment in history that it's 
reminding me of a lot of times the answer was, well, it's a gift. And, you know, so-and-so gave it to me. And what if they came over and it wasn't here? And in my thought, it's, you're only holding on to this out of obligation. You don't enjoy it. It doesn't bring you joy. And I think that if that person in your life genuinely loves you and cares about you, they don't want you to hold on to something that's not serving you. But I think people don't want to have these conversations. You never want to be rude when you receive a gift, right? But you also don't have to tell the person that gave it to you that you passed it on. Just pass it on. I have a friend, Miranda, who helps people with their wardrobes. She's like a fashion consultant and she's got a little group and she'll post things that are maybe not in style anymore. Certain, you know, scarves or this or that. And she'll go, she's real Southern. She'll go, it's time to be a blessing. It's time to be a blessing. In other words, Bless somebody else who maybe yeah. doesn't have as good fashion sense though, but bless somebody else with that kind of jeans or that kind of sweater or the cold shoulder, whatever. Apparently that's kind of out. You know what I mean? Be a blessing. It's time to be a, be a blessing, Emily. I love it. I need to work on that Southern accent. That's fantastic. <laughs> I thought you would like that. Okay. So those are three super critical mistakes that we're just going to eliminate. We're not going to go there. So for somebody that says, all right, I, th I think I am on board. I think I do want to do this. Um, what other, what other advice would you give them? You're not in their home right now with them. Like I got to have you in mine, give us either a mindset or a couple of practical tips, wherever you want to take this so we can start to move forward in getting our home or our, or our office. It could be as well. I know I'm talking about the home a lot where we want it to be for clarity, usage, all that. Yeah. I feel like when you're organizing a space, the hardest places to organize are the spaces that house anything sentimental. Those are the ones where you go down the rabbit hole and you are overthinking, overanalyzing trying to decide, do I keep it? Do I not? And it, it almost, you have to have warmups before you get there. And I feel like when you organize one space in your home, then you just want to do more because you, it's like the hidey hole. You love the feeling when you open the hidey hole door, right? Then you want to move to a bigger space. That's more of a headache. That's more of a challenge, but it's like I said, start small also start in a space that doesn't house sentimental things, right? So instead of going into your closet as like, this is the first space I'm going to organize, maybe go to the bathroom first. Go to the bathroom cabinet, the bathroom drawers. Most items in there, it's pretty clear what you use, what you don't use, what you need. And a lot is not sentimentally tied to anything. And once you get that space done, you might feel really energized where now, okay, I can tackle the kitchen and then save the really hard sentimental ones for last because you need those boosts of confidence to build you as you move forward. That is brilliant. You allowed me to do that too. And again, we're going to go back to when I, you could probably see in my eyes, there was a few things like the sashes that I'd had for 20 years. 
And you weren't mean to me. Thank you for not being mean. You were just as calm as you're sounding right now. And I remember you just saying, well, what is a way that you can remember these before you let them go? And I did another reel with that. I mean, it really gave me great content. So thank you. And I tried every single one on and I had my assistant who actually, by the way, as we're recording this live is locked in my closet, my giant closet that you worked on too, my home office closet. She's doing end of the year inventory and stuff like that in there. And she's so thankful that you made it such a lovely space in there. But she was handing me sash after sash after sash. And then I was getting really hot. There was like, a hundred of them. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. And then that moment of all of those years, I kind of had that encapsulated. But then I was able to say it's just stuff. It's the memory was there, but the stuff can make way for something else or nothing else. Yeah. Well, and I always like to say, well, even if it's an outfit or a dress or it's a special dress and well, have you, do you have photos of you in it? Because if you have the photographs, why do you need the actual sash or why do you need the actual dress if you're not going to wear it again? So what's the end goal here? Um, Obviously, and let me also say, it never ends, right? Because we are always bringing in something new or we're somebody gave us a gift or we're rearranging or we're moving or we're just not in a season, like I said, where we need all the toys anymore. What is the end goal with your spaces and your thoughts about that? And and I do feel like clarity of environment also means clarity of mind, which allows us to have more time for things. But what would you say is the end goal here? The end goal, really, it's not how much you can get rid of, or, you know, there really isn't an end goal. It's more of a feeling. When do you feel a sense of peace in your home? And I think I I always like to ask somebody when I'm coming in for a consultation, is there a space in your house where you can relax? And there's a lot of clients that they don't have that. And so my first goal is, okay, well, let's pick a space that we can create a zone for you where you can actually decompress. And then eventually the goal is to have your whole house feel like that. You want your whole home to be your sanctuary. And I think the end goal with organizing isn't to like purge so much where now you, you know, you have a monastery and you're sitting on the floor, right? But the end goal is to have a zone where you have created a comfortable space for you to be able to decompress, to unwind, to have peace. And like you said, clarity, because our homes should be where we're allowed to do that. Mm. Allowed is a important word. It's kind of small, but I think it carries a lot of weight. We are allowed to have these zones in our home. We are allowed to decompress. We are allowed to do that. And maybe there's subconsciously for some people, this feeling of, I don't deserve to have that. Yeah. Well, and there's one saying that I love so much. And it's, if you want to change your life, go clean out your closet because you never know what you're holding on to because it might be holding you back. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that 
says a lot about our homes because the mindset that is so strongly affected by our belongings, by our environment, I think people don't really pay attention to how much it really does affect us. Hmm. All right. I like to get deep. I don't know. That's just how I am. So thanks for going deep with me, Emily. I feel like let's finish out with a couple thoughts and um, maybe I can have you back because there's so much more I want to talk about. So let's do like a little popcorn session here. I did not prepare you for this in any way, but I'll sort of guide you for a second. Okay. A couple of your favorite little tips and hacks. For example, I know that you have one with board games. So like give us a couple like Emily isms. So people can be like, Oh, that's such a cool idea. They can have a few little fun thoughts that they have and maybe didn't think about before. Okay. So if you have a lot of board games, I love zipper bags to contain them, get rid of the boxes. They never stay together. They always fall apart. The zipper bags you can put into a nice basket. It stays contained and can go in a cabinet. Easy. Um, anything in your pantry, unbox it. Unbox those granola bars. Unbox the, the snack packs and start doing away with the boxes to save space. Um, in your closet, if it's not shoes, it doesn't need to be on the floor. If it's not shoes get it up off the floor because when your floor is cluttered that already visually overstimulates you. What's on your floor, Callie? <laughs> I, <laughs> only you'll know, Emily, only you'll know. You're like, you're like a hairdresser and a uh, counseling session. Only you'll know. We still have my closet to do, by the way, in case you're yes. wondering why she says that. And she has seen my closet. It, it's going to be amazing when it's done. Um, okay. Anything else? I interrupted you when you no, were um, out on my closet floor. I love it. I love it. Um, also, I mean, how many cups does one individual need? Right. I mean, we all love the cup thing. It's, it's a huge phenomenon. Right. And I think if you have four people in your household, you don't need 40 cups for four people. You have to think, how many cups do we actually go through and how many are just sitting there for maybe I'll use it today. Get rid of the maybe I'll use it today. Because it's time to be a blessing. It's time to be a blessing. <laughs> I knew it. Love it. All right. So let's tell everybody, in addition to the organized home mindset, you've got one other fun, I call it my and era. So, of course, I've got my normal career that I'm doing. This podcast is my and era. You decided you're going to have something in your and era. Tell us what that is. I did. I did. Um, I have a podcast as well. And it is all about my experiences as a death investigator. It is called Death Calls. You can find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And um, yeah, we're on season two right now. And I share case stories. I share my personal experiences and struggles. And then I have some really great conversations with other experts in the field. So I, for those that don't know this about me, I do have a dark side, Emily, don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> you've been to my home, you've seen everything. I have a dark side and I love to unwind with 
all kinds of like true crime and death. And it's right up my alley. Like if I just need to relax, give me a good murder. Let's. Gosh, there, you know, you're not alone. I'm not alone. You're not alone. (laughs) I'm just brave enough to say it. Yeah, that's right. All right. So we're going to, we're going to have all of Emily's goodness in our show notes. So you can check out her podcast, her website. I know you've got a special for our listeners and our viewers. This is an iconic product that you have. So tell us about the donation bin. Yeah. So I decided that, you know, we have a recycling bin, we have a garbage can, we have a laundry basket, you have designated bins, baskets for things in your home, but we never have a designated place to throw items into that you need to get rid of. So I decided to create a donation bin that is kind of like a laundry basket, right? But it is specifically for donations only. And it is just making you more aware that if you try something on in your closet and it doesn't make you feel good and it doesn't fit, instead of hanging it back up, put it in the donation bin. And then when the bin is full, it is the exact size of a large trash bag, transfer the items into a trash bag and go take it to donation locally. And then- It will give you more of, uh, you're just more conscious about what you're holding on to because I personally just like to fill it up as much as possible. And if you are local, you have a service for those that purchase your donation bin and you come get it and you give it to great local organizations, which I think is phenomenal. You can get Emily's donation bin. She has a code for us and all that will be in the show notes too and posted on social. So you do not need to be local in order to get the donation bin. Just make sure that you vet out where best to send your donations there locally. And I'll just say the first time you came to my house, you had a donation trailer attached to your car and that's how much stuff you hauled away. But that's just, you know, that was just, that was a big day. And now all I need is a little donation bin. All right, Emily, the last question that I ask everybody is I have a gift for you and it is a pretend gift and it's the gift of an extra hour of time. If I were to give you that, you had 25 hours today, what would you do with that one bonus hour? I would dive a little deeper into a series that I've done on my organizing Instagram Um, the Ohms Instagram, where I did a series of what a death investigator wants you to have organized or what a former death investigator wants you to have organized. And I talk a lot about things in your home, like important documents, like photographs, like heirloom, you know, items, and just things that are so incredibly important, medical records, medications, that if something were to happen to you today, would be so, so important for your family to locate immediately. Passwords even. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went through all of that in a series on Instagram, but there's just so much more to cover. And I think that it's just so important for people to hear about. So that's probably where I would start. Well, thanks for saying all the things out loud. Thanks for going there with us. Follow Emily on social You have great Instagram. You'll be so inspired by what she does with a simple space that you can take her tips and you don't need Emily, but if you do get Emily, you've been given the greatest gift ever, but you don't need her in your space in order to at least get started. 
So thank you for helping us get started, starting small, finding those little wins, knowing how to purge, getting that ohm feeling that you've given to us today. Thank Thank you you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for having the ability and the gift that you have and for sharing it with people. And I can't wait to have you back in my home. There's a few other areas that we still need to work on. I can't wait. (laughs) But I'll get to purging so that it's worth your while. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Emily. Thanks everyone for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.